This is CliffCentral.com. It's two minutes past 12. I'm Pumi Masheho and you're tuned into Wumantla. It's the first Tuesday of my favorite month outside of my birthday month. It's February and it's the month of love. Love. And I love love. And I'm extremely, extremely excited today because I've been having a crap week. And my crap week actually culminated in today almost being a complete balls up. But because God loves me, <laughs> he sent me an angel and she's sitting across from me. Her name is Crystal and she's from Sensational Sugar. She's not only amazing, but she walked in here with an Oreo cake. So already I was in love with her because she walked in like bearing cake and I was like, oh my goodness. And the cake has been absolutely fantastic it's Sia's birthday so we were celebrating a little bit earlier and crystal is the founder and what did you what was that word i couldn't put on my tweet hi pumi <laughs> um so i like to call myself a baker extraordinaire yeah baker extraordinaire i couldn't use it on the tweet it's just it takes up too many characters but <laughs> she's a baker extraordinaire and believe me if that oreo cake is anything to go by she is an exceptional, exceptional baker. Do Thank you, you like, is your favorite show Cake Boss? Um, actually, no. <laughs> right. No, there's too much, uh, there's too much sensationalism around the Cake Boss. Um, I actually think we have better cake artists in our country than the Cake Boss. I think the cake boss, we can, you know, I can thank him in a way because he made cake big across the whole world. So that's given all of us. Thanks to Oprah. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, he's given us that, you know, the, the floor to make cake a big thing. So ready, steady, bake. Exactly. Is that more your, your kind of thing? Yes, exactly. <laughs> or like the, what is that other one? The. Great British Bake Off. Um, that's interesting because you learn a lot. So if you, if you're not a hundred percent sure what you're doing and you want to do different things, then that's an awesome show to watch. Um, but the cake boss, I think, um, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a controversial issue, but, um, he's good, but he, I think he's going a bit big now. So you That's are, my honest opinion. <laughs> so you you started this business, so you run a business all um by yourself and you're a young person and you do this full time. Yes, that's correct. What gets you into thinking baking is a thing? I mean, you're not old enough, you're not young enough for it to have been cake boss. So there's something else that made you want to be like a baker extraordinaire. Where does that come well, from? Well, when I was, I just remember when I was a child, probably five, six years old, um, my mom used to, and please, I hope the social workers like don't go after her, but <laughs> she, <laughs> it's too late. She, you turned out all right. While she was making dinner every night, well, let's say not every night, but every now and then she would serve, she would give me a little bowl of butter and sugar mixed together. And that's what I would eat. And I do blame my, my sugar addiction on her. Um, but I think it just started from there. And then she loved baking and she learned, she, you know, she taught me a lot um, and it was just always something that I loved doing part time. Um, and then it just grew from there. Sensational Sugar's your baby. 
It is. And it's been going. So you've been there full time since last um, May. Did you say last May? Well, I quit my job. As what I did say, you do? What was your job? What okay. did you do before? So in a nutshell, I studied Beacon Marketing through UNISA. Um, I took a year off after school and I started working um, at a head office of a, a large retail store. And I just large retail store which shall continue to remain nameless. Well, I, I'll say <laughs> you it. don't it have was, to say it. Okay, they're not um, paying us for that kind of advertising now. Well, they've now recently closed down. So, oh, so you can tell us. <laughs> so I worked for Ellerine Holdings, and they were bought over by African Bank, oh, and yeah. have since now all after their asking for have a, like a billion rand bailout, and then exactly. another one two months later. Exactly. So yeah, it's very sad. So I actually left them when African Bank bought them over. Anyway, moved um to like three other jobs. I tried everything. I tried uh, still in the marketing line. So I thought that's what I was supposed to do. But marketing is so broad. There's so many different areas you can go into. Um, and yeah, I just decided to, I just tried every industry. I went into recruitment, tried to do, you know, like their marketing and I was successful, but it didn't fulfill me. It never, it didn't excite me to get up in the morning to go to work. Um, and the, my last job, um, no, two jobs back. <laughs> Sounds like I've been job hopping. Um, they actually bought me a voucher for a cupcake course and I couldn't make it. So I did a basic fondant course, did it. I loved it. I've always been a creative person, although I can't draw to save my life. I, I just can't. Um, but I can make anything with my hands. So when I was a kid, I used to like enter all these competitions where you like make things and, Color in, instead of coloring in pictures, I would take spaghetti and buttons and material and that's how I would make the picture up instead of coloring it in. So I've always been really creative and, um, in my previous job, I just wasn't fulfilled. So I decided to take a big, big leap, um, with the assistance of my hubby and I decided to step out of the boat and into the water and see where this could take me. And yeah, it's just been an incredible journey. Um, I've just been blessed with just so many opportunities and it's, I think it's grown a little bit more quicker than I anticipated. Um, but yeah, that's my story. So, so where are you now after hopping from job to job and not finding, not finding your thing and, and then starting this business? And it's grown into what it's grown into. What do you, where, do you, where are you now and what's the next thing for Sensational Sugar? Well, that's that's what I'm busy dealing with at the moment. I'm trying to figure out where to now because you can't just stagnate. You can't just stop and say, okay, well, you know, this is, this is it. Um, there's always space to grow and I'm looking, I'm very interested in, in starting classes like teaching um, because I think South Africa as a whole um, is short of uh, really good, I want to say cake artists, um, because it is an art at the end of the day. It's not just a cake. Um, so 
yeah, it's just, I think South Africans as a whole don't appreciate really, really good, beautiful cake. Like something that looks beautiful really? and tastes incredible. Absolutely. I don't think Why? South Africans appreciate it. That's, that can't be true. You've got, you started a business. I can think of so many cake places and Every time I walk into cake shops, I, I kid you not, patisseries and all of those things, is, I'm always astounded at the, and when you, when you said cake artist, I'd never thought about that phrase ever before. And I, I, I actually see it, the artistry of cake making. Yes. But I'm always astounded. One of my other favorite shows, so besides the baking shows, I do watch other things besides like shows with food. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is our perfect wedding, like everybody else on Black Twitter. But the cakes, it's one of the things that, without a doubt, every single week, week after week, every couple is just like on that list. It's like cake. The cake. The deco, the cake. The dress, the cake. Cake is like, and there's so many. Cake is big in South Africa. I would say, especially for weddings, um, it's always on the top of the list. Uh, people always, you know, budget high for the cakes because that's a really big integral part of, of the big day and cutting the cake together and sharing it with your guests. Um, so it's also really important to find someone that's, um, understands that you as a couple as well to integrate everything into this work of art. So your business does more than just cake. Absolutely. You do cakes and sweets and sweet desserts. Yes. So basically what we, so it's, yes, it's cakes and then what we call sweet treats and desserts. So sweet treats would be big at the moment is iced cookies. Um, so anything from like Barney to um, flowers to just ice cookies in general are so popular at the moment and they are delicious. Um, so that's part of my sweet treat section. Um, we also do like mini toffee apples and um, just really fun things. And then desserts is obviously um, desserts. <laughs> Everybody. But that looked beautiful. So, just talking about all of this food, and I've already had like so much cake today, um, is making my mouth water. And you told me that the first time you met Gareth, he said, why aren't you fat? And I'm looking at you, and I can't get over the fact that your mother fed you butter and sugar. <laughs> and, and you spend all day, every day, surrounded by like amazingly smelling cakes and beautiful cakes and sweets and sweet treats and... Yet you're not fat. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> you're so sweet. No, there has definitely been a weight gain since the, the start of this business. Um, I remember in the beginning, for breakfast every morning, I would have a cup of tea with a, a bowl of chocolate ganache, which I would eat with a teaspoon. That was my breakfast for a couple of months where eventually my jeans weren't fitting and I thought, this is not working. Um, so everything in moderation. <laughs> But um, I must be honest, I yeah, I don't even smell the cake anymore. I do, though, love the top of the cake as it comes out the oven. That is the best part. Um, so every now and then I'll indulge on that a little. Um, but everybody wants to be to. an entrepreneur. Absolutely. The, the 
country keeps talking about the future of this country is entrepreneurs. It's going to be small business. It's going to be the the economy is going to grow when small businesses grow. Absolutely. And you've taken the leap and started a small business. Is it all cookies and cream? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> no, you have to have a lot of um, self-motivation and be dedicated and know that this is what you want to do. Because I think if it isn't your passion, um, you won't necessarily make a success of it. I am blessed in the sense that I like to think that I'm still young. Um, am I allowed to say how young you actually are? Um, sure. <laughs> I will be 30 at the end of this year. So I've just turned uh, 29. Um, but I, th- I still consider myself young. And I think I'm blessed to have found my passion so early in life. So what has been... For you, the toughest thing about running your own business so far? Sure. Um, there's not just one thing. Um, <laughs> it's okay. You can tell I'll, me. I'll list the top ones. I would say the biggest one is finding balance. Um, balance between work and your personal life. Um, because when you work for yourself and you work from home, it's so easy to cross those lines. So I literally have to put a time to when I'm going to stop my day. And after that, no more emails, no more phone calls. That's when it stops. And it took me a long time to get to that. So, um, yeah, I've just been blessed with people that have supported me and my hubby supported me as well. And, um, yeah, so I think time is just you know, balance and, and managing your time wisely. Um, and then also knowing that if you're not in there baking and doing it, it's not going to get done. So it's on you, um, which is exciting but daunting at the same time um, because you are the one that is, is growing this business and you're taking it forward. So it's up to you to make a success. Are you printing money yet? Um, I don't want to say too loud, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem with South Africans. If you were an American, you would have been like, yeah, honey, I'm making it. <laughs> what? I'm not rolling around in it yet. <laughs> um, but I have to be honest. It's, it wasn't, money was not my drive behind this. At my previous job, I earned probably three times more, but the money was just not worth it for me. I was just miserable. And there's just, it, I mean, this is really hard work. It's not a, it really isn't an eight to five job. It's not a Monday to Friday. Um, there's a lot of sacrifice that comes into it. Um, but I don't know when it's your passion and you love what you do. And I mean, there are some days where I really do complain. Um, but I just love what I do um, and it just makes it all worth it. Are you employing people yet? I have, yes. Um, I do have one permanent staff member and um, so I don't actually do any of the baking. I oversee it um, and I spent a lot of time, uh, which is the part that I complain about a lot, is admin. I... <laughs> Hey, well, admin. Really? Because when, when, when you said the hardest thing for you about business has been finding balance, 
I, I find that particularly interesting because the hardest thing for me um, running a business of my own is the paperwork. It is The hardest insane. thing is that th- there's so much paperwork, there's so much discipline and dedication. And when you're busy running a business, the paperwork, though it is important, um, becomes like there are too many other urgent things. Absolutely. Um, and emails are huge because... Uh, you know, clients, clients want to reply immediately. Um, and it's just not possible when you are the IT guy, the marketing person, the social media person, the, um, you know, the, the administrator, the, um, buyer, the purchaser, you know, <laughs> there are so many arms to it. So, um, yeah, there's often days where I just have to put my laptop down and start making some things because I actually get into such a bad mood because I'm not able to be creative. So that is the one part I really don't enjoy um, is, is the admin side. Um, but it's, it's, it comes with the territory and it's just something you got to do. I'm so you, you speak about the, the, the many arms to it, as it were. Do you think being a woman makes you a better business person? Hmm. I wouldn't say so. I think it's just, it comes down to, um, again, just if it's your passion, um, and you have that drive, then you can, you can do anything, um, and, and utilize the resources around you, you know? I think that's where my marketing degree has helped. I always said to my mom, don't worry, it wasn't a waste, I'm still using it. <laughs> I mean, I am on Clip Central right now, so I have used my marketing skills to, to a certain degree, um, but yeah, how much of your marketing um, can you say is part, is a big part of the success that you've seen over the past couple of months? Well, I think in this day and age, social media has been such a an incredible like platform to get your name out there. Um, Facebook probably started it all for me. Um, and then obviously Instagram helps because it's visual, um, and people want things to look aesthetically beautiful. So Instagram's great. Um, I tweet a bit, um, but obviously I, I tweet mostly pictures. So, well, with that Baker extraordinaire, you have to be a hell of a tweeter. I can't, I can't always <laughs> hashtag that. <laughs> There's just not enough space. So, um, no, I think if you're male or female, it really doesn't matter. It's just, it comes down to what you really want. And if you want it, you'll do whatever you have to. So you talk a lot about your hubby and the kind of support that he's given you. Um, how important have you found being young and being given additional support around has helped in making your business get to where it is? It absolutely has a big role to play. Um, I mean, even my mom and friends and family You've members. Got to, uh, we've got to call your mother. We've got to <laughs> phone your mother. Uh, we, in the break, I'm phoning your mother. You have said your mom every other thing that comes out of your mouth. Oh, shame. She's just been incredible. Like, if I get an order that's just... Almost, well, in the beginning when I worked alone and I did everything myself, 
she would on weekends or after work at night come and help me bake to get it done. Um, oh so yeah, that th- that support is huge because it does get a little bit lonely. Well you done, mummy. Yes, it does get lonely. How so? Um, I think especially working from home. You know, you don't interact with people. Um, and you have to give up a lot, you know, like weekends, going out with friends. Sometimes you just have to turn it down because you have to work. So that, you know, comes down to balance again. Um, but yeah, my hubby, I mean, he said to me when I, when I quit my, my real job, as, as people say, um, do you, what do you think? Do you think that was your real job or is this your real job? No, this is my real job. This is a job. Like people think, oh, that's so great. You bake and must be so fun. And it's completely different, like baking for fun and then baking. Did you used to bake for fun? So absolutely. Yes. No, I love to do that. Um, but baking to make money is a whole different story because time is money, you know, so, um, yeah, time is money. <laughs> and what about equipment? What about equipment? Did you have to spend a lot of money? Just talk talk to me about starting your business. Just the, the idea that says, okay, I've had enough. I'm hopping from job to job. I'm going to start my own business. And the business I'm going to start is going to be baking. The pre-planning and the preparation to getting your business off the ground. Well, I before I quit my job, I think for about three months before that, I had started... Um, just baking for friends and, you know, on my personal Facebook profile posted pictures and people just started contacting me and referrals has been huge for me. Um, especially at parties and that people, you know, the mommies taste everything and see it and, and they're like, who, who made your cake? Like, it's amazing. Like, who, and so referrals is huge in this business because it counts for a lot because you don't want to, buy a cake that looks beautiful but then you eat it and it's not so good yeah yeah. you may not know this to look at me but I'm a bit of a cake connoisseur (laughs) when you look at me I may not look like it Mm? except maybe on my no 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 no. (laughs) except maybe my flabby arms but anyway we're not going to talk about that now but you may not know it to look at me but cake and the look and taste of cake and everybody knows I'm a mummy. So I've had seven. Seven? Yeah, I've had seven birthdays. Yes. Where I've had to choose cake. And we've had lots of kind of like, we've had Lightning McQueen cakes. We've had <laughs> space <laughs> cakes. We've had, not that kind of space cake, but you know what I mean? Yes. Like a spaceman. Yes, yes, yes. And a rocket cake. We've, and my one thing, no matter how good, and I've seen those people that make amazing good looking cakes and then they taste shocking they taste like cardboard so good tasting cake is a thing for me absolutely and but that's i mean that is probably more important than the way it looks <laughs> you want it to eight you want it, honey <laughs> that's true no that is true that yeah exactly um but yeah you can't compromise on that it's just you can't um you need a balance of both quality and from both you know both in both areas so yeah that's a difficult part as well with time you know if you really fully booked and you can't take on more work you have to decide do I work later do I work on the weekend or do I just say no 
Um, cause sometimes I, I've learned this the hard way. That's the, that's the, I don't want to say downfall because it's not actually, it's a, it's a good thing. But as an entrepreneur, you learn through trial and error. So I've been in situations where I have, uh, taken on too much work and it compromises on your quality. So, um, yeah, you just can't compromise. Um, I need to, I need to take a break. I need, I think I need more cake. <laughs> <laughs> you always need more cake. I think I need more cake, but let's take a break. And when we come back, I want to talk about two things in particular. Okay. One, one being it's Valentine's around the corner. Yes. Some of the quick things that one can do with sweet treats for uh, celebrating Valentine's. But most importantly, I do also want to chat about some of those bloopers okay some of those bloopers because learning the hard way must mean that you've made you've made some mistakes yes this is cliffcentral.com one of my all-time favorites truffle butter which i thought was appropriate Nicki minaj truffle butter featuring drake and little wayne i love the song because it's like Every time I hear it, it sounds, it sounds a bit like it's a local South African song, like that beat, that yes. bass beat. And then how? It's Little Wayne. <laughs> how? Little Wayne. And of course, just before that, Rihanna featuring Chris Breezy, <laughs> Cake. Cause we're talking about cake. I'm Pumem Mashekho and you're tuned into Womanda. And I'm talking to Sensational Sugar. Crystal, who is the founder, owner, baker, extraordinaire, cake artist, um, sugar and butter loving. Sugar and butter loving. That's how she grew up. Sugar and butter loving. <laughs> sugar addict. Sugar sure. and butter loving, baker extraordinaire of sensational sugar. We're talking about starting businesses, starting small. So now you're an employer. Yeah. Yes. Does that make you have a little bit of sympathy for your old boss? Sort of. <laughs> Are you a good boss? I think I am. Yes, I am. No, I am a good boss. Oh, good. I think so. so that's I, where it starts. You've got to be a good boss. And because the people, the people make everything happen for you. The people that work for you, you know this, you've been working for other people before. It's an integral part of my business. And if you don't have people that you can rely on, um, I mean, I couldn't be sitting out with you right now if I didn't have people in the background, um, continuing with the business. So, um, that's huge. Also in the industry, um, a lot of bake shops and, you know, bakeries and that, they uh, have the opportunity to take in interns. So, um, I've got an intern with me at the moment. It's my first intern I've had and, um, and she's just lovely. It's been, Really a blessing to have the extra hands and just to have someone that's passionate about what they're doing, you know, and because they're so young, you can, you can mold them into, you know, what you, what you want. Um, She's not a cake. <laughs> She's not fondant. <laughs> She's not fondant. <laughs> no, but it's, it's just, um, it's almost, there's a big responsibility as me as an employer to, you know, these younger people that are looking up to me, um, to teach them, you know, um, and, and I love teaching. And so, yeah, it's being an employer is, is, is quite scary, but, um, 
there's so many rewards that come with it. And um, obviously, it's, it's, the business is growing, so the extra hands always help. That's what I'm talking about. This is kind. This is this is Womanla magic right here. <laughs> this is Womanla magic. A girl out there doing it for herself, doing it on her own, making it happen. All we need now, Crystal, yes. is nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine more of you. One million young people starting businesses and employing six. Six people. So you've got two now. If you employ four more people, one million young people starting businesses and employing six people each. That's our six million jobs created right there. That's that would how be we incredible. Could, that's how we could create an economy. And that's you're already starting. You're like getting up and making it happen. So that's why you're Womanda Magic. Thank you. <laughs> magic. But the ma- magic. So magic happens. Unlike what people think, it's not just a wave of a wand. Magic happens no. in, in the hard work. Absolutely. Magic happens in the tough times. Yes. And magic happens in the unseen moments of trial and forgery. You know, the yes. toil, toil and trouble, bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. So tell me about some of the toughest lessons you've had to learn starting your business, growing your business, and making it to where you are now? Well, I think a big thing for me is because I didn't have the, the you know, the professional, um, you know, I, I didn't study this. I just, it was a love of mine and I had to teach myself. So there, you know, there's always my, like every day. And I think even obviously it gets better with time and there will always be things that I learn and I make mistakes on and, but it's, it's trial and error. Um, but it's through those times where you can't give up because it's so easy to say, Oh no, this is not working or that didn't work out or, um, you just have to. So what is your, for you, what is the worst mistake that even now when you look back at it, your body still shudders and you go never doing that again. Definitely um, learned that lesson. I made a, I think it was a 40-year cake for my aunts and uncles, uh, 40th wedding anniversary. And um, it was a huge cake and it was covered in photos from when they were younger and got married and through oh. throughout their marriage. And I, it was very early in the business and I didn't put enough dowels in the cake. So basically dowels What's are a, those okay. sticks between <laughs> the cake boards that hold each tier up. <clears throat> but you don't just stick, the, you know, these dowels in. They're, there's a science behind it. And if you don't know that, um, you land up with a cake that falls over. So we were in the car and um, the bottom tier gave in. And I was mortified. Um, so that was a big lesson learned. Thank goodness it never happened with any of my clients. Um, it was with family. So <laughs> they're, they're rather um, more forgiving. You know um, what they say with the early stages of a business, what you need in terms of support is the fool's family and friends. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. <laughs> fools, that's, I love that. That's exactly it. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Sure. So, the, oh, and now have you learned, do you think you've now learned the science behind making sensational cakes? Or I are think, you still learning? You know what, in this industry, there, 
things change. You know, you have to keep up with the trends and the fads. And, um, you know, I think South Africa is a little bit behind the rest of the world when it comes to what's new and trending. Um, so I think as a whole, we, you know, you never stop learning in this industry. I mean, it's, it's like saying to an artist, you know, when will you put your paintbrush down? Um, because there's there's no end to it. You'll always be learning. There's always something new that you can do and create. Um, so and come up with. It's it's really as far as your imagination takes you. Do you have lots of competition? Um, I do sort of. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm humble. <laughs> Why are you so unsure of that? <laughs> no, do you know what? Um. Most of my clients are based in the north, and um, because you're from Boxburg, say it out loud. Yes, I'm from. Say it loud. Be proud. I'm from Boxburg. <laughs> I was not born and raised there. I'm just living there currently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm squatting in Boxburg. <laughs> you're squatting in Boxburg. It's okay. We're not going to judge you up in here. Thankfully, my clients haven't. You know, I have clients that drive from Centurion in Pretoria oh and goodness. from far to come and collect my cakes because they're really good. Um, and and you know, my hubby always says to me, he says, you're only as good as your last cake. So you can never have a day where you like, even though you're not really in the mood and you could just like jump on the couch, you can't. You have to put everything in because you're only as good as your last cake. So... Um, yeah, there is, there is really great competition out there. Um, but there are so many people that are, and with all due respect, are, are trying to make, you know, the baking business work. Um, but they're undercharged because, um, they don't value their, themselves enough. You know, they don't, um, and that took me a while for me to realize I'm actually good at what I do. Um, and, and as long as I'm learning, um, yeah, it's, there's always something to learn. Um, so the competition, um, yeah, I think there just needs to be a lot more, um, I don't know even know what the word is like knowledge or education on really good cakes. Um, I've got a few, I've got one mentor, um, in Cape Town. Um, and she, she studied, uh, art and sculpting and her work is literally, um, it's art. Um, and she's done a lot of work with the, with the cake boss and she way outweighs like what he does. I mean, her work, I don't know if I can mention her. Um, her name's Dorothy, um, clerk and her, her business name is Eat Cake Party. Um, and she is just incredible and she's just been so humble. Um, the last time she was out here for the good food and wine show and she flew back on a Sunday night at nine o'clock and I said, if you've got a time, if you've got five minutes like to meet me for a coffee, I'd love it. And on a Sunday night at nine o'clock, this lady that has worked with the cake boss, you know, and <laughs> like some of the best uh, you know, cake artists in the world. I mean, she's teaching everywhere now. Um, she met me for a cup of coffee at the airport, you know, so it's really, it's really helps to have a, a mentor, um, when you're doing it alone. And, and cause you keep, you have to be challenged constantly. What, 
What would you do differently if you had a do-over? What would you do differently? Hmm. If anything, I mean, you may feel you've done everything well, exactly the way you do it all over again. I wouldn't say that. I think that a lot of it is things that you just have to go through to figure out what's going to work for you. So working from home has the added benefits of, um, you know, you're not... I love the freedom of living, of working from home. Um, you're not restricted to, to a shop and hours and, uh, you know, all the, the extra costs and all of that. So there is a, there's a, a, a pro to working from home, but that, with that, there are a lot of, you know, cons to it as well. So it took me a long time to separate work and play, you know. Speaking of working from home, separating work and play, um, it must have had a strain. So this is a new thing. You're not making your monthly salary anymore. And in fact, if anything, you're drawing money out of the home uh, to make this, rea- this dream a reality sure. for you. So it, it must have had some kind of impact or strain. And for all the support that your hubby's given you, did it change your relationship in any way? I definitely think so. Um, I mean, it was such a huge, um, I mean, it was just a comp- it's just completely new and different. Um, I mean, I would leave for work in the morning because I worked in Ravonia. I would, I would leave when he was still sleeping to when now he's leaving and I'm still at home. Um, so the roles reversed a little, you know, um, and yeah, I take my hat off to, to like stay at home mommies because, you know, so many people say, oh, it's, you know, they're at home all day. But it's, you know, it's sort of this business is like having my own child. You know, it's, it's a full time job. Um, but yeah, the support of my hubby, I could, yeah, sure, um, was huge and it absolutely had a, an effect on our relationship. Um, but I think it's something that can be worked on, you know, and, and as long as you keep those lines of communication open, then then you can make it work. Universally, one of, of the things that all women, <laughs> all women complain about whatever level they're in. And I mean, one of the most famous quotes that, that's been doing quite a lot of rounds in the past year um, was the head of Pepsi, Pepsi-Cola. Is women in business in particular their own business or very high positions in the corporate world, find it very difficult to juggle work and home. Absolutely, yeah. What have you learned that's helped you make that easier for you? Um, I'm still getting there. <laughs> um, three da- Almost three years down the line, I mean, it's still a, a constant... Um, issue to deal with you know um because you fall there's no routine so it's so easy to to pick up bad habits and just you know get fall back into like old ways of doing things um yeah sure uh i think the biggest thing for me also was since i've been working from home and baking all day I'm so not interested in making dinner. <laughs> I 
I do not want to see a kitchen or a dish or I'm just not interested. So that, that doesn't help at all. Um, and yeah, so it's just about oh, just finding balance between everything. Um, speaking of there's, you know, this new, new year's resolutions, I'm sure the gym is still packed. Um, <laughs> And there's this thing going around on Facebook where they say uh, something about January. J- January, January was, just a te- was a test trial. <laughs> trial, you know, it was just a trial run. Start on first of February. I was supposed to start on first of February, but um, it's the third now, and um, I still haven't been back to the gym. Um, but I'll get there. So yeah, it's just it is juggling everything. Um, it's it's not easy, you know. So besides the work that you do for yourself and the business that you've started and the people that you're employing, you also use your gift um, or your passion to help other people. Because the first thing I noticed when you walked in, I was like, what's that badge <laughs> with, your, <laughs> with your gold badge and your cupcakes for kids? And tell me about the charity work that you do. So I am an ambassador for a non-profit organization called Cupcakes for Kids with Cancer. Um, what uh, the organization does is basically um, once a year they have a on National Cupcake Day in September, towards the end of September. Um, there's a thing called National Cupcake Day? I did not know that. Yes. And like two weeks ago was National Chocolate Cake Day. Crystal, I'm going to make you, Crystal, you, henceforth, from now until posterity, I'm making you my official reminder okay. of such important things like National Cupcake Day. Okay. Oh, well, absolutely. And National Chocolate Cake Day. Yes. No. So you're celebrating cake all the time. You can't just save it for weekends. Everything in moderation. I'm making it your responsibility to ensure that I never forget such, such monumental Celebrations okay. ever again. Note to self. <laughs> I'll make sure. And that you celebrate it. Um, yes. Yeah, so this, the organization, um, they once a year, they have a, on National Cupcake Day across all malls across in, in the country, in all provinces. Um, they hold a day where people donate cupcakes and there's a team of what they call cupcake angels, um, is what, sh- as an ambassador, I'm a cupcake angel. Um, and we have a space at a mall and we sell all these cupcakes that are donated um, by bakers. And you don't have to be a professional baker. You can just bake for fun. Um, bring your cupcakes and we sell them for a really reasonable price. And all that money goes to funding and assisting kids that have cancer. And, um, you know, medical expenses that go into... You know, that, that parents sit with when their kids are going through cancer. So anything from medical expenses to, um, to even food and groceries or, um, if they're going through chemo and it's their birthday and surprising them, you know, in, at hospital for their birthday and just making them feel special, you know. Um, and then they also have a, um, a thing called a party of hope where you as a company can when absolutely whenever you want to hold a party of hope at the, at the office. And what you do is um, everyone brings cupcakes and you land up selling them 
and that money goes to cupcakes for kids with cancer. And that the founder, um, Sandy, she is just absolutely lovely. And, um, she, yeah, she has just grown the organization and made such a difference in so many kids' lives. So yeah, that's cupcakes for kids with cancer. Jeez, that's amazing. We, Almost out of time, but before, thank goodness I remembered this, before I let you go, quick treats. You have to give us like a recipe for people, quick treats that one can make for Valentine's Day. Well, Valentine's Day, I think it's all, it's it's not about how big or how much you spend, it's... It's doing something that's special for someone else, you know, and it doesn't even necessarily be for your, your boyfriend or your husband or it can be for a friend. Lover. Yes. Or a family member. <laughs> Just make them something that's, that's special, but there's nothing that beats a chocolate chip cookie. You can get a heart shaped cookie cutters absolutely anywhere these days and a batch of chocolate chip cookies. In heart shapes and put them in a jar because you get those jars now at so many shops with the chalk labels on. Write your own personal message, fill them with cookies and pretty bow around the top and there you go. That's clever. Yes. Heart shaped chocolate chip cookies. Mm. And it's the thoughts. It's the thoughts. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I can't believe I survived it. All this talk of like cupcakes and cookies and truffle, but truffle butter. <laughs> what's your favorite? What's your favorite cake? Hmm. Well, One you can't go wrong with. I love chocolate ganache. Just by itself in a bowl. <laughs> For breakfast but with coffee. Cake. Um, I really just love good old fashioned vanilla cake. Um, but then I love making it interesting. So I'm not the biggest buttercream fan. Um, so I'll slap on some Nutella or, um, make some salty butterscotch, uh, or some chocolate ganache. That, and that's how I love my cake for myself. And your biggest seller in the shop? Mm, at the moment, iced cookies are very, very popular. Mm. Um, there's a, there's, I don't think people realize how much time goes into this sort of work though. They don't think of it as art. So they don't realize how much time goes into it. So, um, but iced cookies are very popular and wedding cakes. I mean, it's wedding season. Um, in a couple of months, it's going to be wedding season again. So, um, yeah, wedding cakes are huge. Is that your busiest time of year? Wedding season? I would say so. Yes. It never really seems to let up. Like there's never a time where there isn't any business. Because <laughs> people have birthdays every day. Exactly. You don't even need to have an occasion to buy cake. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Just buy cake for, cause it's Thursday and why not? Crystal, before I let you go, this is your moment <laughs> at break. How do people get hold of you? Where do people find you? How do we order cakes from you? Okay. So I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter as uh, sensational sugar. Um, uh, my without e the R. Without the R. Yes. S-U-G-A. Okay. So sensational sugar. No R at the end. Uh, website is sensationalsugar.co.za. And can we order online? 
No, we haven't got to that yet. Um, so my email address, the best way is just to email me, um, crystal at sensationalsugar.co.za. Um, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can and do my best to come up with something that you envision. Do you, is that also what you do? So it's not just like standard, these are the 10 cakes I make, pick one. No. Do you make something special for everyone? I'm always open to new ideas, especially for weddings. Like, for me, the best is to meet with a couple and, like, hear how they met and, um, what they, you know, what the feel of their wedding is going to be and incorporate all those things into the cake. So, um, you know, many people say that, yeah, as a picture, I want this cake. And I'll say, I'll make that cake, but it's not going to be a replica of that picture. You know, it is an art at the end of the day. So I do need some creative freedom. Um, and I don't want to be making the same cake over and over, you know. So, yeah. Ah, oh, you're sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you you are definitely sweet. And thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for thank you, Penny. Thank you, Only and pleasure. chatting with me. I love Central. It's amazing. So the cakes that the cake you brought in this morning was amazing. Oreo, what is it called? Oreo. Yeah, Oreo cookies and cream. Oreo Sia's cookies birthday. and cream was, was absolutely amazing. And like I told you, you walked in the door and I was just like, oh, this girl with cake. I'm in love. You've been listening to Womanda. I'm Pumi Masheho. Join me next week. It's still the month of love. Hmm, we'll be doing something else to celebrate love. So if you're looking for ideas, I love the idea. Make some iced cookies or heart-shaped chocolate chip cookies in a jar with a ribbon. Mm, that is sure to get any man's heart pumping. Yes. Join me again next week. And I'm going to play out with one of my all-time favorites, uh, Bob Marley, because I'm in love and definitely... Love, 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 love. Sugar, cookies, and cream. This is CliffCentral.com.